talking about wisdom. And wisdom is, um, when I say wisdom, I'm talking about finding out what you should do and then doing it. Okay, Jake is here. So ladies and gentlemen, this is Jake. No, 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 don't, don't encourage this. You guys, don't encourage this. So do you wanna explain why you're here or do you want us to guess why you're here? Well, hello everyone and hello Megan. I just wanted to congratulate you on finding me. You were, you were wheeled out to me. I didn't find you. I, I understand that you uh, were on a perilous journey to find me on this mountaintop. Okay, not a mountaintop, just Croc Church, but it was a perilous journey going through the parking lot with four kids, so you're right there. I know what you are searching for. You're looking for wisdom and accomplishment in finding me. You were pushed out to me. So I will grant you pearls of wisdom. I just have to go with this, don't I? See, already getting wiser. <laughs> this is a fortune cookie. Don't judge the cookie by its shell, but by its delicious innards. Are you serious right now? Absolutely. Go ahead and read. Okay. Oh my gosh, you guys. <clears throat> To find yourself, you must play hide-and-seek alone. <laughs> really? Oh, yes. You know, piggy banks are wise because they're filled with common sense. This is really silly. Seven, 40, 60, 80. Those are your wisdom numbers. My wisdom numbers. Absolutely. You can use them for all sorts of wise interactions. This is not wisdom. It's coming from a cookie. Yeah, you're right. Actually, I don't know what those numbers are for. They're, all, they're on all the cookies, so I figured I would use them. But it's not wisdom. Well, I figured I would use them because they do have good insight and good knowledge. Um, like this one, for example. Don't get a cat unless you like to be judged. Okay, that's pretty wise, that's true, but I promise you there is other ways and better ways to find wisdom. Yeah, I know, you're right. Like um, the Bible, for example. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much, though, because I appreciate your enthusiasm to search for wisdom and to share it with others. So you actually uh, brought up the topic that we're going to be talking about. So today we're going to talk about how you should keep growing and searching for wisdom. Um, but Austin, come get your dad so I can... Well, I'm glad on. I can help. <laughs> Okay, so before we get started, we're just going to prepare our minds. So put your hand on your forehead. Okay, behind your hand is your forehead, and in your forehead in this very spot is your brain. And this part of your brain is called your prefrontal cortex. 
Okay, and in that part of your brain, scientists say uh, that that is where your wisdom is stored. So we use this section of our brain to uh, recall facts, make decisions, our short-term memory. Um, it helps with some of our social cues. So that's why guys, mom and dad always tell you to wear a helmet. You're protecting a very important part of your brain. Okay, so we're gonna flex our prefrontal cortex muscle. And first we're gonna challenge Elizabeth. She's gonna be our first one to uh, exercise her brain muscle. Are you ready? Okay, can you share with us this month's memory verse? If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. James 1, 5. Perfect. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Okay, that's perfect. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about, about how God can help us grow in wisdom. But I want to get your prefrontal cortexes all warmed up too. So when you guys came in, you got a pink paper or a blue paper. So if you got a pink paper, raise it up. Okay, now this is where you're going to get comfortable speaking out in church, okay? So pink paper, say, ooh. Very good. Okay, put it down. All right, blue paper people. You guys say, ah. Okay, pink paper, ooh. Ah, ooh, ah. Very good, you guys. I love it. Okay, so what's going to happen is I'm going to ask each color a question, okay? So I'm going to ask you a true or false question, and then you're going to shout out, true or false. But uh, those of you online, you guys are going to play too. So I don't see your card, but I'm going to ask you a question. And then uh, you are going to type true or false in the chat. Um, but I'm going to ask you a question now, and then I'm going to come back to it at the end. And I just realized I didn't have a kid go up there and tell me the answer. So Elizabeth, can you run up to the tech team and find out if they are true or false? And then Elizabeth will let me know what you guys said. Okay, so blue paper, are you ready? Miss Tracy's not ready, but everybody else is ready. Okay. All right, here we go. Fact number one, blue people. Lightning strikes, no, lightning never strikes the same place twice. True or false? False? Okay. Very good. Good job, you guys. So the answer is false. You are correct. Lightning, uh, that saying, lightning never strikes the same place twice, is just something to say to make us feel better, right? It's like saying, okay, that one bad thing happened to you, nothing bad is going to happen again. But that's not true, just like lightning does strike the same place two times. So good job. Okay. Oh, online, your question is, sugar makes children hyperactive, true or false? Okay, so go ahead and type that in now. No, 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 shh. Online has to answer. Okay. All right, pink paper, are you ready? Yes. Uh, yes, love it. Okay, here we go. A flea can accelerate faster than a space rocket. True or false? False, true, true, false, false. Okay, the answer is true. Isn't that crazy? The answer is true. And let me tell you this, this blew my mind. The acceleration is the change in speed of an object over time, which is measured in Gs. So the crew on a space rocket, when they lift off, they feel five Gs. When a flea jumps off of your dog, it feels 100 Gs. 
right? So they're not just jumping, they're going on like a super sick ride. So next time you see a flea, be amazed and then squash it. Okay, online, your question was, uh, does sugar, sugar makes children hyperactive, true or false? True, the answer was true. Wrong, it's false, okay? So parents, before you're like, Ms. Megan's wrong, don't listen to her. Let me tell you why I'm saying that it's false, okay? So there's been actually a lot of study on this and there's no correlation between sugar intake and wild and crazy kids. It's um, possible that the ingredients that go along with the sugar is what causes the hyperactivity, but it's not the sugar by itself. So, but I'm not saying go eat all the sugar you want, so don't do that. Okay. Thank you guys for playing along and for participating. Now your brains are ready to receive the message. So you guys ready to move forward? Yeah. All right, here we go. So we're going to talk about the Apostle Paul. But before he was the Apostle Paul, what was his name? Saul. Right, his name was Saul. And Saul was a religious leader. And he knew all of the Jewish laws, right? There were 613 Jewish laws. And he knew them backwards and forwards. And he just knew in his mind, this is the way you are to live your life. And he didn't believe that Jesus was the son of God. So at that time, uh, all of the people who did believe that were being put in jail. So these religious leaders were going out and they were putting the people who believed in Jesus in jail. Okay, so when that started happening, the people scattered. So the Christians scattered and Saul went to find them. But something happened to Saul when he was on the road to put them in jail. And it was an amazing thing, you guys. He was on that road and there was a flash of heaven's light and he heard Jesus, right? And he knew then that Jesus was the son of God and that he was not right in following these laws, right? Because it was the truth. Jesus is the son of God and he was on a mission from that point on to spreading that, uh, that message of who Jesus is and the good news of Jesus. And he did a lot of uh, time building churches and writing to churches um, that he knew personally and churches that he heard of. And we read a lot of those letters in our Bible and a lot of them are found in the... Um, they are found in the New Testament. So we are going to look today in the book of Romans. And in this letter to the Romans, um, Paul shared the truth about what God had done um, for us in sending Jesus. And how if we put our faith in Jesus, it can change our lives. So we're going to take a look at Romans 12.2. And Romans 12.2 tells us, don't live the way the world lives. Let your way of thinking be completely changed. Then you will be able to test what God wants for you. And you will agree that what he wants is right. His plan is good and pleasing and perfect. Now remember, Paul knew about mind makeovers because what just happened to him on the road to Damascus, right? He had a mind makeover. God worked in him something that changed him from the inside. So when Paul is writing this, he knows exactly what that is and what that change feels like. But that doesn't mean that it's easy for all of us, right? It's really, really hard to change the things that we're thinking. Okay, I'm gonna give you an example. Do not think of an elephant. Right now, don't do it, you guys. Don't think of an elephant. 
what are you thinking of? An elephant, probably, right? It's super hard to um, change our minds and control our thoughts. So when Paul wrote, don't live the way the world lives, he was basically saying, don't let the world push you around into doing the things that the world does. Don't say the things they say. Don't act the way that they act, right? Be different. So if we listen to the message that the world is giving us, if, um, and this message is gonna come to us through TV, the movies we watch, the friends we associate ourselves with, the books we read, the music we listen to. Like we're being influenced all day long, even if you don't realize it, right? So if we listen to that very loud message that we hear all the time, we're gonna hear these things, okay? We're gonna hear, get it all. You have to have it all. Make money and more money and more money and more money because that's what's important. It's all about me, 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 what I want, what I need, what happened to me, how you're making me feel. It's all about me. Be worried. Be worried all the time. You should worry all the time. Be angry. If somebody does you wrong, you get mad. Don't let them treat you that way. Get angry. The more stuff you have, the happier you'll be. If we're not careful, we can forget to think about what really matters. When we're taking those messages in over and over and over again, we are letting the world tell us how to act, what to say, how to dress, how to think. And once those thoughts start, it can feel impossible to stop them. So what are we supposed to do? Okay, if we're being influenced by all of this stuff all the time, and I'm telling you it's impossible to like just change your mind like that all by yourself, what are we supposed to do? According to Paul, because remember, we're going back to scripture. According to Paul uh, in, that, in that scripture, it is possible if we allow our minds to be transformed with God's wisdom. Remember, Paul wrote, let your way of thinking be completely changed. So we have to constantly change. We have to constantly renew our minds so that we can remember what's most important. And then we can ask God to start changing our thoughts and changing um, the way that we think and the way we process things so that we can live each day with wisdom. And we're gonna do that by talking to other people who believe in God. And that's why coming to church and fellowshipping is so important. Why being in a small group, um, adults and kids, what we do on Sundays and youth group on Fridays, that's why that time is so precious. It's because you're with other fellow believers that can encourage you to not think how the world thinks, think what God wants for you, right? So we can talk to other people who follow God. Um, and also church, we're doing that right now by having this joint worship service and having the kids in the room, we're showing them how to live for God, right? Yes, this is huge. Whether you um, have children in your home right now or you brought kids with you, you are just speaking volumes about what it means to worship God on a Sunday. So this is an amazing opportunity that we have today to have them with us. So we can also read the Bible, right? That's an important one. We want to read the Bible to hear more about the wisdom that God has given us in this book to start changing these thoughts. 
And there are so many truths that we can look at in these words, and I'm gonna give you a couple of examples. Okay, Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. So we read it, break it down. What is it telling me? It's telling me to what? Trust in trust in God, right? A situation might get sticky, but we need to trust in him that he has a plan. Okay, then there's Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Don't worry about anything. No matter what happens, tell God about everything. Ask and pray and give thanks to him. Then God's peace will watch over your hearts and your minds. Break it down. What's it telling us? Don't worry. Talk to God. Ask and pray and give thanks. And then Romans 8.39, nothing at all can ever separate us from God's love. That's because of what Christ Jesus, our Lord, has done. So that, what's that telling us? Nothing can separate us from God's love. So God's word is full of wisdom and truth that will help us keep our thoughts on track. And as you... Um, as you focus on these truths, reading God's word, praying to him, talking with other believers, you're gonna find that your thoughts will start to shift. So over time, our new thoughts will replace our old ones. So what Mr. Jake did up here, right, he wrote the things that were being influenced from the world world and permanent marker in the red. And then the black is the things that we're taking in about God, reading his scripture, the truth that he's telling us and the truth that we reflect on in black. And then he erases it. But just because we wrote it down one time doesn't mean the influence of the world is gonna go away, right? So you can't pick up your Bible and read it once and then get mad because you haven't changed yet right? Because I know for me, if I'm having a hard day and I'm frustrated about a situation, I can read the Bible, go home, feel good, get back in the situation I was in before and get instantly angry again. And that's because it's a process, right? It's a journey. And that's why we constantly have to be renewing our minds in the things that are of God, reading our scripture, praying to him, talking with other believers. It's just so important. So after time, or over time, our new thoughts are going to start replacing those old thoughts that we had. So as you focus on trusting in God, instead of being worried, we're going to find wisdom. Okay? Instead of being frustrated or angry, we're going to be experiencing faith and peace and comfort. Instead of feeling unloved and alone, you're going to remember that nothing can separate us from God. Okay, you'll feel loved, you can feel secured, and you'll know that you belong. And as you get filled with all of these amazing things um, that are of God, what's, what's going to happen? Your love is going to grow, and it's going to come out, and it's going to overflow. And then that's how you start shining your light for God in others' lives, and you start sharing that love, Right? So these new thoughts are going to replace our worried, angry, selfish um, thoughts that we had before. And it's just like God is changing you from the inside out, just like he did for Saul when he was on that road to Damascus, right? We're going to start having that change. Um, 
instead of being pushed around from the outside and paying attention to what the world is shouting to you, you're gonna be able to stand firm in what you know is true, and that's of God's word. And remember, Paul wrote, um, then you will be able to test what God wants for you, and you will agree that what he wants is right. His plan is good and pleasing and perfect. So the more you invite God to change what's happening in your head, the more you're going to grow in that wisdom. And that's something that you're gonna continue to do every day, because remember, it's a journey, it's a process. I'm an adult, I am still learning in this. So kids, it's a journey. Don't give up after the first week. And even adults too, we have to keep growing in our wisdom, right? We never stop growing in wisdom. And then we're gonna realize over time, over time, over time, that God is always there to help us become wiser and wiser. And we're gonna learn that the more that we follow him and uh, stay grounded in his scripture, right? In his word, and his truth. Let's pray and let's just ask God to help us with this. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much um, for this morning, for this time that we get to spend together just worshiping as a big happy family, Lord. It's just such an awesome experience we're getting to have. Um, I thank you for this message. Uh, I thank you for the gift of your word, Lord, um, how blessed we are to be able to have it to reference any time that we um, feel worried or angry or scared or troubled. We have your word that we can seek just right at our fingertips. So God, I pray for each person in this room. I pray that they continue to seek you, that they continue to grow in their um, journey, uh, their faith journey, just drawing closer to you. And Lord, I pray that you continue to draw them, uh, draw them in. We just love you and praise you and thank you for this opportunity to um, worship together, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so what's gonna happen now is we are gonna have a little family time because remember, it's an interactive service. So I'm gonna ask you guys a question. We're gonna reveal the question in just a moment. It's a very big deal. So we're gonna do a drum roll and everything. It's gonna be great. So we are going to all talk Talk with your family that you have, or if maybe there's somebody around you that um, doesn't have a, the, their family with them today, you guys include them in your conversation because we're all family and we're all here to grow together, right? Be socially distant, so don't get out of your chairs and like start moving around. Make sure you stay safe and keep your mask on. But we're just gonna take a few seconds just to get this conversation started. So we, we're talking about growing in wisdom and we all are already on a faith journey. So we're a little bit wiser than we were before. And so we're gonna talk about that real quick. So drum roll, please. Here's the question. How are you wiser than you used to be? So just take a few moments to talk with your family about that.
Okay, church, we'll go ahead and come back. So I love uh, just hearing the chatter, knowing you guys are talking about this. Um, but I really, really, really hope and my prayer for you guys is gonna be that uh, that conversation doesn't stop just because church is over. So when you guys hop in the car or you get home, continue this conversation and um, just start growing together as a family to help you do this as you leave church today. And everybody can take one of these. You gr you're gonna get a parent cue sheet. And this sheet is, is just something to guide your week. Um, and it has like a little game that your family can play together and it all ties into wisdom. So make sure you take one of those, keep the conversation going because what happens outside of these church walls and in your home is so, so, so important, right? So I hope you continue that. So. Let's go ahead and come back together and um, close this, close our time together today. So a lot of people in the world do things because everybody else is doing it, right? But Paul wrote that we shouldn't live the same way that other people are living. Um, we should be different and we should stand out just like Jesus did. Because when Jesus was here, and we can read about it in scripture, he showed us a different way to live. And he showed us that we don't just like everybody, we love everybody. We love everybody and that includes our enemies, maybe people we don't like, but you love everybody. Okay, when we put our faith in Jesus, we believe, when we believe that um, he died for us and he came back, his Holy Spirit is gonna do the work and he's gonna change us. We'll be able to live in a completely new way. We'll wanna share his love with people around us, right? As we grow, we're gonna see these little steps and we're gonna get a little stronger in our thoughts and we're gonna be able to be a little bit louder. We're gonna be able to raise a hallelujah in the midst of our troubles because we know we have the truth. We know we have God on our side. And the more we do that, the more we're gonna start getting more comfortable thinking that way and speaking uh, about God and inviting him into everything that we're doing. So it's all about a journey. So just keep growing, never stop growing in wisdom. So you guys say that, never stop growing in wisdom. Yes, never stop growing in wisdom. So this week, read your Bible, read your Bible, pray and invite God into what you're doing and just let the Holy Spirit start his work in you. All right, thank you guys for this time. Um, it's been such a blessing just to be here and worshiping like family worship style. I'm super excited uh, just for today and it's been a beautiful day and I just thank you guys for being a part of that.